live from the northwest suburbs, you're listening to the Sox Side Hitmen Podcast, talking all White Sox news and more with your hosts, Carrie and Jake. Hello and welcome to the Yoan Moncada Emergency Podcast edition of the Sox Side Hitmen Podcast. I'm here with uh, our hosts, Jake. And I'm Carrie. You can find me on Twitter at that baseball fan. And uh, I'm Jake. Lucky to be back here. You can find me at batflipcrazy seven. And uh, you know, uh, this episode it, it's not going to be as long as the others, um, but um, we're going to go over some things mainly about our boy Yo-Yo Mancada, who did sign a contract extension. So. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, we're going to talk about Yoan, about how Rickon did it again. Um, we're going to do our new segment, um, Rapid Randoms. And then, uh, um, obviously, what we've been doing weekly now, I mean, not weekly, every episode, uh, Bull Takes. And then uh, we'll end the show. So um, let's get this going, Jake. Yoan Moncada. Let's go. Oh. Let's get your thoughts, buddy. Just initial thoughts. Uh, brilliant move, Rick Hahn. Thank you. That's an absolute bargain for, you know, considering if he continues to develop the way he did last year, even if he has similar numbers, that's a bargain for a top five potential, you know, AL third baseman. That's kind of a bold take right there. But, I mean, he has the potential to be that good. They're signifying the core. And I think it's a brilliant move to get this kind of production for that little amount of money, comparatively speaking. So, I mean, I, I could not be happier that he's going to join this core for years to come. Yeah, and I mean, so the contract, when you look at it, it is a five-year, $70 million contract with a six-year club option for uh, $25 million, and that's in 2025 with a $5 million buyout. So you're looking at um, a year-by-year breakdown of 2020, he's getting paid $5 million, uh, $6 million in 21, $7 million in no, sorry, a seven million increase, so thirteen million in twenty two, seventeen million in in uh, twenty three, twenty four and twenty four, and then he would get twenty five and twenty five. So, uh, we have Yoan Moncada, a potential top ten MLB player, um, in my mind at least, for the next what six years locked up for sure. I mean, couldn't be any happier, especially I mean Robert, Eloy. Yoan now, they're here for the next five to six years. You got Grandal, Keuchel, I mean, you got Giolito. I mean, some of these guys, Tim Anderson, four years. I mean, this core is locked up, and they're locked up for a long time. And um, it's 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 a cool thing to see because, especially with these guys and how the White Sox operate with their payroll, um, it's kind of important that they're signing these contracts now. Yeah, I mean, these are a lot of young guys, and, you know, I hate to say nothing's given in life. It's true. I mean, you don't, no one's going to happen, but they're, you know, they're signifying their, you know, their financial outlook for the rest of their lives. And they're thinking, you know what, I'm going to take this contract now because it's going to help me for the future, you know, build a future with their families, or, you know, being young guys are right there at that time. And it's perfect that they're all going to be there together with financial flexibility to add a star next year or in two years. They're going to have that money there, and they're, they all want to play together. They're not thinking, oh, I'm going to get my next big deal. And actually, you know, I turned on the score on the way to uh, volleyball practice today, and they were kind of interviewing, you know, Jed Hoyer about that. 
you know, he couldn't really do that because guys are betting on themselves. And yeah, our guys are kind of betting on themselves in a way, but they're also saying, I'm comfortable. I can be here. I want to be with this core a long time. They don't have to worry about their next contract. It's already there. They can just worry about playing together and pushing each other to get better. And especially the all right in the middle of the order is all paid for, taken care of. What else you got to worry about? Pitching. And, you know, they're on their way there. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that is true. I mean, the middle of the order is really locked up. You got Eloy, Robert, Moncada. I mean, I, Jose's here for, what, another three years. But, I mean, after that, you know, you got those guys locked up for at least another three years. So um, it, it was important to do, and I'm, I'm really pumped, especially because I feel like Yoan was the guy that signified and started. Is like, He's the most significant, sorry, uh, piece of this whole puzzle because he was the guy that started this whole this whole thing, you know, Chris Sale was the main trade. We're starting a rebuild. We're getting rid of our best asset, which is Chris Sale. And we got Yoan Moncada, the number one prospect in baseball at that time. And, you know, struggling his first year and then, I wouldn't even say, he did struggle. He struggled with striking out, not being aggressive, and then coming out the year after and proving everybody wrong. A lot of haters on, on, on the Twitter uh, atmosphere that, you know, didn't believe in the guy. And I always did. And, and you know, I always just thought he was just going to be a star and is going to be. I still think he is. A, I think he's a star now. Um, I mean, with the full season, the guy is capable of a three. 315 to 320, you know, <laughs> dogs barking. Uh, you know, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs every year, maybe even 20 stolen bases. So I couldn't be more happier when this was announced. I mean, Robert was cool, I think just because it was the new shiny thing, but it was it's kind of cool to see the guy that did start this whole rebuild get rewarded for you know his hard work and just seeing that he said he wanted to focus on being with Eloy and Robert for the long term uh made uh made me very happy might have even made my uh, pants rise a little bit I don't know about you Jake well I mean I stood up in the air and uh you know yelled pretty much when that first happened it was just one of those things I was I was just so happy to wake up and read this great information and you know knowing that this is the next step you know, is securing your guys now. Like, you know, Rick Hahn kept saying, yeah, we're trying to build a sustainable future as we're like, oh, my God, just give us Machado. You know, we were frustrated. We will. But, you know, at the same time, it was smart that Rick Hahn waited and he got, you know, the financial flexibility. Dog, come on. <laughs> God he, he, got, he got the financial flexibility, you know, of years forward with the core guys. And they want to stick together. This is signifying they want to stick together. Yeah, sorry, we're having a little difficulty right now. Jake's dog uh, is <laughs> driving him crazy right now. So, uh, yeah, so Jake's taking a little uh, break right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree. I mean, I, I think now the next big thing is uh, is uh, Lucas Giolito. I think that's the next uh, guy we got to lock up just because I think he's he is the ace. I think that's going to be our Chris Sale almost. I mean, I think he's got the capability to do it. I mean, he did it last year. He showed dominance last year. I mean, even with cheating bastards like the goddamn Astros with the banging of the, you know, just, you know, like, that, the, he still threw a complete game shutout. So, the guy's got the makeup. He's smart as all hell. I mean, I don't know whose tweet it was. I think it might have been Region Rat, but he was saying uh, like how he just looks like he he would like write a blog about 
tech like stuff like he just looks like that kind of guy just like so i i don't know i th- i hope they sign him next i i don't know about a six-year deal maybe four another four or five years you know i don't know so we'll see what they do with giolito i i don't know if my, maybe i'm wrong about that i think they're going to lock him up eventually i don't think it's going to be a super long deal I think, you know, he's signed through, I think, 2023, 20, 24, around there right now. I think they're going to add to that, but they're not going to give that many years and that much money to a starting pitcher. It's not the White Sox. It's actually really not baseball. It really doesn't work out that often for you to splash that much cash. I mean, I think we got a great deal with Keuchel, but, you know, they're not. I don't think they're going to go that much more. With Giolito, could they? You know, why not? If, you know, if they're going to give him something for financial flexibility, it's going to help him and help us. He will, and I mean, if he's going to be the unselfish guy that I think he probably is like the rest of them, he's probably going to sign that team-friendly deal that's going to you know, keep him paid and keep him the ace of our staff. I mean, he's a guy, and he really came out of nowhere last year, but you know he was focusing on his mental side of the game. And you know who else did that a lot this summer? Or sorry, this winter? Ronaldo Lopez. So, I mean, who's who knows what kind of step he's going to take? Yeah, um... Ronaldo has kind of looked like crap, though, a little bit. I think he's throwing some walks. So, I mean, that guy's all mental. Um, we'll see what he can do. Dylan Cease, on the other hand, is one guy that is impre- impressing me um, with his just the command, the control. Everything looks great. You know, he has the everything. He's probably got, like, the best stuff out of all the pitchers. And if he can just command everything, the guy's going to be an ace. So, yeah. So, let, let's move on. I mean, uh, you know, I you know, we're both pumped. I love this Yoan thing just because, I mean, the guy's a stud. I'm so pumped. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Rick Hahn, all right? I feel like we haven't really talked about Rick Hahn. I feel like we did the first episode and kind of, I think that's when we were a little angry still because they hadn't signed a pitcher yet and we were still doubting Rick. I will say, good job, Rick. <laughs> um,. You put to t- together a good team, but one, I don't think that's your best trait, obviously. is like, I think your best trait, Raycon, is that you are amazing at signing young talent that is very promising and kind of almost proven, um, and you sign them to very team-friendly deals for a long time. I mean, you got Tim Anderson, Yoan Bancada, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, Chris Sale, Jose Quintana, Adam Eaton. I mean, it's 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 almost unreal that he he could do that. I know a lot of people will say other oh, teams do it too, but not on the consistent basis that he has with the players that he have has done it with. I mean, I know the Braves have done it with like Ozzy Elbies and stuff like that, but well, that's one guy. I mean, Rick Hahn's done it. That was like six players I just named. You know, that kind of reminds me of like one of that first kind of deals that was happening was the Rays, Tampa Bay with Evan Longoria. I think it was just a great deal because he was a leader for them for years to come. Got him a pretty good, you know, couple prospects back because he signed a big deal with San Francisco, I believe. And I think it's brilliant that he's doing that with our core guys. Not just one, not just our star. It's our top, our top five, top six guys. And, I'm you know, I'm thrilled that, you know, he's having the go, go you, you know, having the go at it where he can get these guys locked up for the future, for the long term, and you're not going, oh, who's going to be our guy here? It's like, okay, we have one through eight. We need to make a change. Oh, we can go after this one guy in a trade, in a free agent, but he has everything locked up. You know, I was frustrated with his lack of moves at one point, but, man, he has completely turned the entire fan base around. We're all kind of backing him now. We kind of realize, wow, you kind of are a genius. 
when we thought he was great, you know, three years ago, and he had all those free agent guys that did nothing for us, but he went for it, but he was like, look, we're going strategically this time. Beautiful job. Could not be happier right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Rick has constructed this the right way, um, and that's what's going to lead into our bold take because before the uh, episode started, I told Jake, I go, I'm going to say what my bold take is, and he goes, oh, wow, okay. He goes, you sure about that? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I believe in this, all right? So my bold take, all right, it has to do with Rick Hahn, especially locking up these young guys for a long time. You look at the Cubs, okay, and everyone's going to say I'm a meatball because I'm t- talking about the Cubs and the Sox comparing, but listen, the Cubs won a World Series. They went to four NLCSs in a row. Amazing, okay? Four years is a great run. It is with the World Series run. I My bold take is the White Sox will have a better luck. They'll have a... They're going to win a World Series, I think, in the next five to six years. Sox are going to win at least one. But I think it's going to be a longer, more sustainable rebuild than the Cubs were. It's going to last six, seven years, eight years possibly. I really do think that. Um, I think what they've built here with the, with you know, with the the clubhouse they have, the players. You know, guys locked up for a long time. You know, you still have the possibility of signing a guy like Mookie Betts or George Springer next year. You know, I mean, because they're only 18th in payroll. So, you know, you have that. You have the capability to do that. You have young pitchers still coming up. And you have the position hitters that are important locked up for six, seven years. This will be a more sustainable and better rebuild than the Cubs. You heard that right. And I know I have some friends at work that listen to this podcast. You heard that damn right. You heard it damn right. The Sox, the 2020s, will be better than the Cubs 2015 and on. And I'm a goddamn firm believer of that. And I'll stick to that. I'll fight for it. And you know what if I'm wrong? Chastise me. I mean, I mean rub it in my face. It is on it's on a recording, you know, but I'm not scared to say it. I really do think it's going to be better and more sustainable. That is my full take for the UM Moncada episode. You know, usually I'm never speechless, but Gary, well done. That was that was that was great. You were very like looking at me like this is happening. I'm talking it into existence, and I'm all for it. I don't want to. I don't want to say that personally yet. You know, I want it to happen before I, I go there. Uh, my bold take is not necessarily as bold as Kerry, so he's probably going to you know, ridicule me for this anyway, but I think Tim Anderson is going to be a top five fielding shortstop this year. He's going to come back from what he did last year. I think that's consistently what he did the entire offseason. He goes, look, I know I can hit this pitching. I'm going to be the best shortstop I possibly can be. I think he has a huge, much better year as a shortstop because he has another year with his partner in Yohan. He has another, you know, year off season where he was able to fine tune what he didn't do well last year, and I think he's a good enough athlete where he's gonna have a much better fielding season, and I think top five potentially in the AL for Gold Glove. I think top five Gold Glove shortstop, bold take. He's gonna have a really good year in the field because he doesn't have to do everything offensively. It's gonna take a load off him. He's gonna have to play great shortstop, great defense, and I think he steps up to the plate. I can get down with that. Um... I don't disagree with you. I know that Tim sucked in the field the past couple of years. He his first year was terrible. Second year improved 
a lot. Last year, I think he was really focused on hitting because that's something he just didn't do too well. And I think that's why he kind of pushed feeling away and with the team not competing, I feel like he really wasn't in it at all times. Once again, Jake is leaving because of his dog. Um, But, uh, you know, I just... I, I can see that. I really can. I can see Tim Anderson improving in the field, and I don't, I don't know about Go Glove, but I can uh, can see him definitely improving. I mean, you can't really get any worse than being being the worst. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely like that bull take. I mean, it's not it's not a bull take like mine, which is like going to be evaluated over like a six seven year span. But I mean, just from reading uh, White Sox Dave's tweet today. You got Contreras, Rizzo, Lester, Baez, and Bryant, all free agents after 2021. Screwed. That whole core done, rebuild. That whole like rebuild core right there, it's done. It's done after uh, after next year. So, you know, they had a good, what, five years? But, but they didn't make the playoffs the past, what? They didn't make the playoffs last year, and they were bound. They played one extra game than the White Sox the year before. Screw you. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah, yeah. I feel uh, we we all feel the the same way. Also, I forgot to mention that Vaughn and Madrigal, those guys are locked up for a long time too, for the, at least for the next five to six years. I mean, that just adds to it. So, um, yeah, Jake, I know you got some questions for me. Yeah, I've been waiting to ask these questions. I, I was thinking about them all week. But are you uh, ready for some rapid fire? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got our new segment kind of going on, uh, rapid fire, rapid questions. We're going to kind of ask questions. Uh, Carrie and I have absolutely no idea what we're asking, so uh, I wish you could kind of see his face after I ask him some of these questions. Are you ready? Best arm outfielder in the whole baseball. Guy with the best arm in all of baseball, uh, Raymond Liriano. I like it. A.L. Cy Young. AL Cy Young this year, my my second brain says Lucas Giolito, but I'm going to go with my real brain, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, holy crap, I'm going to say Garrett Cole. Not a bad take. All right, you're, feeling, you're answering the question about the White Sox. I will freak out the most if... Nick Madrigal sucks this year. Filling out the same question. I will buy you will buy me a beer if I will buy you a beer if Leary Garcia is batting ninth on opening day. I'm looking forward to that beer. This year's Brad Keller for us. Who's gonna hate us the most pitcher? Go. Oh, come on. That's a good question. Um, I think it's gonna be Jose Barrios. I like it. First position player called up to the White Sox this year from AAA. Zach Collins. First pitcher, same question. Zach Birdie. Well done. Those are some good answers. All right. You ready? Go. Cool. Um, Yeah. Um, Jake, who has the best outfield in all of baseball? My heart wants me to say the Dodgers, and I think I'm going to go with the Dodgers. That's yeah, it's too much. The only answer is the Dodgers. So, yeah. Um, 
who will have a better season this year, and this has to do with our White Sox, okay, is it going to be, I would say, Larry Garcia or Adam Engel? Got to go with my main man, Leary. Easy. Okay. Who has a better season, James McCann or Yerman Mercedes? James McCann. Easy. I think he's still our, our backup catcher. He's going to get a lot of at-bats and be good for us. Is James McCann traded before the trade deadline? No. So you think they're going to keep him? Oh, okay. Well, cool. All righty, Jake. Sounds good, man. So, yeah, we're going to do that pretty much every episode. I liked what you asked me there. Um, I do want to. I think I do want to take one back, though. I, I do think it's going to be Zach Collins just because I think – one of the catchers might get hurt or a first baseman or somebody, and then it's not going to be – like if, Ed, say, Edwin Encarnacion tweaks his back, it's not going to be Vaughn coming up. So I do th- – actually, I'm going to keep it. I think it will be Zach Collins. So, cool. Well, yeah, so, you know, uh, we, we said we were going to keep it as a brief episode. Um, we are excited because um, the next couple episodes, you know, it's going to be a good time. Um we got a lot of good things coming. Uh, we got a couple of my friends, one friend's coming on. He's a Cub fan. Um, so we're going to get a Cub fan perspective on the White Sox. Uh, but he's actually a very smart guy, uh, guy at work, Eddie. Um, so he's going to be on it. Um, and then, uh, like we said, we're going to get drunk shy Sox fan. Um, Steve-O from Sons of Hanarchy podcast. Listen to them. They're great. Um, he's going to be on in April now, not March, um, just because we're going to wait for me. I'm, I'm moving um, on uh, Saturday to my new house, and 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 then he had to reschedule some things, so we're just going to do it in April after the season starts on, you know, when we do go weekly. So, um, I mean, we really do. We have 19 days until the season starts, so... Um, we're really not that far away from going to a weekly podcast. So um, this might be our last podcast until the season does start um, or a couple days before. So um, we will be talking to you guys then. All right. Uh, Jake, do you got any last thoughts? You know, let's just hope everyone uh, makes it through spring training healthy and uh, get ready for the season. I think it's going to be uh, a whirlwind for all of us. Your dog has been on you this whole entire episode. Um, yeah, um, I really do hope every co- everybody comes out uh, healthy, and you know we start with the full squad just because you know I'm gonna be there the first like two two games for sure. Third game, I'm 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 ninety percent sure I'm going. So um, I can't wait. It's gonna be a great season. Um, so yeah, we will see you on our next episode, which will be episode six. Um, this has been the Sockside Hitman podcast, um, the Yoan Mankata extension special. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next episode. Nick Madrigal forever. <laughs>